You're listening to the Velocity Church Podcast. We hope this message encourages you, inspires you, and challenges you to take your next step with Jesus. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Oh man, uh, today uh, we, 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 uh, this is going to be short and sweet, so reach over and grab your, 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 your buckle and go ahead and buckle it on over. The promises of God are yes and amen. What I'm going to talk about here today about forget not his benefits. Forget not his benefits. You know, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3 says, How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? You know, a great salvation, you know, it's a great salvation because Jesus paid his, his life for it, shed his blood. But it was not just for forgiveness of sins only, but healing also. Isaiah 53 says, he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace is upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. We are healed. Past tense, we are healed. So healing takes place in the heavenlies. And so this morning, I want you to see that we have a responsibility as believers. We, we, we don't take salvation as just the title deed to heaven, like it's some last will. But we take salvation that we have the dunamis power, the dynamite power of God, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives down inside of us. And we have power and we're to use that power to bring heaven to the earth. So many people are trying to escape earth to get to heaven. They're trying to escape and listen, we're not polishing brass on a sinking ship. We're not staying down here on the earth saying, let's hold the fort down till Jesus gets here. No, we have power, power to overcome the enemy, power in the name, power to use that name, power by the blood, and we can use that name. And we have, he can do exceedingly and great and above all we ask or think according to the power that's in us and in you. I want you to look at 1 John 3, 8, because I want you to see he who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned since the beginning, from the beginning. For this purpose or for this reason, the Son of God was manifested. He was made known. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word is with God. The Word was God. The Word is here today. You read the Logos Word, but Jesus is the fulfillment of the Word. He is the Word. And it was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. The works, the works. Not just the work. The works of the devil. We're to do that. We're to use that authority. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and earth is mine. Now go. You know who he's talking to? He's talking to the church. He's talking to each one of us. In Ephesians 3.10, it says that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church. That's you. Might be made known to the church, to the principalities. Now that you pray, when you pray for healing, know that it's it's done. It's done in the spirit. But we are the bridge. God moves by faith, faith bridge that brings it into the physical. Now, when you pray, sometimes when you pray and you're believing God and it doesn't happen just like that, like a miracle, let me tell you what, you got to keep on believing because Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four, 24, while you pray, while you're asking, while you pray, believe that you receive it, and you'll have what you ask for. Ask, seek, knock, for all who ask receives. God says that. 
not Pastor Arthur. God says that. We got to ask. We got to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Now, let's don't forget his benefits. You know, when you go, when you go join a gym, how many of you know when you join a gym, you get benefits of that gym? You can buy different packages of that gym. That gym, they might have a, a pool that you can swim in, or maybe they get treadmills, or, uh, or different places to work out, or different, you know, uh, heavy weights and dumbbells, and just all different programs and cardio and all kinds of things. And, and when you sign up with that membership, you get all those things. But how many of you know that sometimes we don't use all those things in that membership? And it says right here in Psalms 103, this is David. He says, bless the Lord, O my soul. Now, what, what is he talking to? He's talking to, is he talking to somebody else's soul? No, he's talking to his own soul. Your soul, you're made up of three parts. Remember, your spirit, soul, and body. Your soul is your will, your emotions, your thinking. It's how you choose things. This is how you choose. This is, this is you, the will, the free will through the soul. So he says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Then he says it again. How many of you know sometimes you got to tell your soul to get with it? Hmm? How many times sometimes you wake up and your spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak? Your flesh doesn't want to do it. And sometimes you have to say it. You have to speak it. You have to say to the mountain. Sometimes the mountain's in my own soul. Speak. Bless the Lord, O my soul. He says it again. And forget not all his benefits. See, a lot of folks catch this first one. Here's benefit number one. Who forgives all your iniquities. Everybody's like, yep, heaven's my home. I trust in God. And you know why it's so easy for people to do that? Because it's a future event. When they live this body, they have faith that God's going to take them to heaven. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Uh, everybody believes in forgiveness of our sins. That's how we get heaven bound. That's how we enter the kingdom of heaven. That's how we're born again. But look at the next benefit that goes right along with forgiveness of sins because Jesus bore our sins on the cross. God poured out his wrath on Jesus that he might bear our sins, but not only bear our sins, but bear all our sicknesses and diseases. Amen. Look at that, verse 2. Or verse, the second benefit. Who forgives all of your iniquities. Everybody say amen. amen. Who heals some of your diseases. This is all your diseases, and this is the old covenant. We're in the new covenant by the blood of Jesus. We have authority in Jesus' name. He says he heals all of our diseases. How I many know Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law? He became a curse for us. He literally became sin, and he bore sickness on his back that we might be delivered from the curse of the law, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, the promise of the Spirit. If we're Abraham's seed, when we're heirs according to the promise. Do you know you're heirs of salvation? Do you know that angels work for you? They minister to you? Those who inherit salvation? You know who inherits salvation? is the ones who are born again. Now that salvation is, is I want to I say this, soteria. Soteria. That's the correct pronunciation. That means deliverance, salvation, protections. It's the promises of God. It's not just for the sweet by and by that like, like, oh, one day, you know, 
I'm getting beat up down here. I got to roll with the punches of life down here. But one day I'm going to heaven and I can't wait to get there. Trying to escape earth so we can get to heaven. People are just dying to go to heaven. Amen. But we don't want to do that. God says, I want you to bring heaven to the earth. I want you to walk in power and dominion. You know, I want you to destroy the works of the devil. Don't forget his benefits. He heals all your diseases. He forgives you of your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Gets you out of the pit. Amen. He, he redeems your life from destruction. A thousand may fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. But it's not going to come near you. No evil shall befall you. Psalms 91. We learned that. Though the arrow flies at day. He will shield us. We, are, we're, we, are, we, we dwell in the secret place. Of the Most High God. Amen. He who abides under the shadow of El Shaddai, Almighty. You understand that? We have that benefit of protection. I remember one time, this happened a couple years ago. I don't even know if I told you all this story, but I was, I was driving and I looked to pull out and I didn't see anybody. And as soon as I pulled out, I felt like a car went through my car. I don't know how I missed it. I looked up and I was like, where did it come from? And all of a sudden, whew, it was ahead of me, gone. I'm like, how did I not get hit by that car? Because he will give angels charge over you. Amen. Protection. And so I don't believe in that. Well, you can't have it because you, you can only believe what you say. Hmm? He, yes. He's, listen to that. He crowns me. He, so he redeems my life from destruction. He rescues us from destruction. Crowns me with love and kindness and mercy. Woo! Nobody can love like God. Amen? Nobody can love like God. For God so loved the world. They so loved the world. He didn't say, because I love Christians. He said, I love the world. That he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He crowns us with his love and kindness. And his mercies are new every day. He gives us favors, amen? His grace upon grace, his grace upon grace is like waves never ending and a seashore. It's just never ending. It's love and kindness. He cares for us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those that fear him. That's God. That's your God. That's the benefit of being born again. Verse number five is this. It satisfies our mouth with good things. So our youth is new like an eagle. You catch that? He satisfies your mouth with what kind of things? The word of God. Did you know that? If you meditate, if you not let this word depart, it's down in your mouth. It stays in your mouth. You meditate and, and it comes out of your mouth, the good things, the good things of God. You say the good things of God. You say the word of God. The promises are yes and amen. It comes out of your mouth. Then the good things, it renews your life, makes you young like a eagle. We got a picture of an eagle up there. I want you to think about this. You need to start confessing that he renews my youth like an eagle. You know, eagle, they'll molt. They will molt and they will get new feathers. Even though they get some age on them, they molt and they get new feathers. See, some of you need to do that. Some of you need to just molt. 
You need to get that old man out. You know, you need to quit sitting there. I got a guy at work. He's older. He's just a few years older than me, but he's always saying that it just gets worse when you get old. No, it don't get worse. Because he, listen, he renews my youth like eagles. Moses was 120 years of age. And he walked to his funeral, amen? And, and Deuteronomy 32 says that his eye was not dim and his strength had not failed. He was, he was young, though he had old age. So you need to start confessing that I will die young at an old age. Amen? I, I'm not, you don't have to sit there and get sick and say, okay, now it's time. He says in Psalms 91, I will satisfy you with long life. See, some of you need to start declaring like, hey, I'm like an eagle right now. I'm getting some new feathers. You got a pain down in your shoulder. You need to lay hands on the sick. And he says, you know what? He's, he's renewing my feathers. He's renewing my shoulder. He's renewing me. He's making me like an eagle. So every time you have a birthday, you need to say, I'm not getting older. I'm getting better. I'm getting like wine. Old wine is getting better. It's getting better. Amen. You need to start confessing that. You got to be like an eagle. You got to think like an eagle. You got to soar. You know, it's not because you're getting old. It's, it's, it's what's coming out of your mouth. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. What are you saying over your life? What are you saying concerning yourself? Oh, I'm just, I'm just getting old and I'm just, come, just trying to make it. I'm just trying to make it. Well, Moses didn't do that. Abraham lived 175 years of age. Now, God gives us 120 years. You know, you can live 120 years, it says. You don't have to... You, don't, you can live until you're satisfied. <laughs> he, said, he says, I'll satisfy you with long life. That needs to be, you need, some of you need to say, I'm going to live long. Say this with me. I'm going to live long and strong in Jesus' mighty name. Those that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. See, the young grow weary. The young sometimes stumble, but those who wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings like an eagle, and they shall run and not grow weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Amen. Amen. That's, that's God. And, he'll, and listen to this. This is number six. Here's the sixth benefit. He executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. Woo! That, that Judah, that enemy, tries to oppress him. You understand when we're praying over him, he's not, he's not possessed, he's being oppressed. And, and God now removes that because the justice of God, amen. There was a woman in the Bible in Luke chapter 18 that says that she walked around bent over with her back bent over for years and years. And one day Jesus looked at her and came into the synagogue on the Sabbath and says, woman, thou art loose from your infirmity. And the rich young ruler, the ruler right there of the synagogue says, it says, uh, it's not lawful to come heal on the Sabbath day, come any other day, but not on the Sabbath. And Jesus goes, you hypocrite. Do you not loosen your donkey or your ox on the Sabbath and get him a drink of water? God, Jesus is comparing healing as giving your, 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 your animal a drink of water. He says, and ought not this woman a daughter of Abraham, that's talking covenant, right? You got a covenant with God. He says, ought not this woman who Satan has bound these 18 years be delivered from her infirmity? God didn't put her in her infirmity. Satan did that. And Jesus called him out. Amen. And you need to do that. He will, he, he will, he will bring out 
if you are oppressed, if you're depressed, and you got a dark cloud over you all the time, listen, God is for you. God will deliver you. He will execute justice in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Now, we need to take these benefits and rise with these benefits and realize no matter what age we are, God can keep us healthy, God can keep us strong, and we can keep flourishing in God's house. Amen? We're not surviving, we're thriving. Huh? We're not, oh, I'm just keeping my head above water. No, no, don't say that. You're thriving in the name of Jesus. If God be for me, who can be against me? No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah. Every word and judgment and condemnation will be put down. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to give you one more scripture and we're going to close with this. Ooh, it's been a good day. Ooh, hallelujah. Lord, it's good. I want to read this to some of you that, that, that maybe have had the confession of, oh, you know, it just gets worse. Start talking about your pains and comparing your pains and everything like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Be like that eagle. Shed, mouth that old talking, that old man, and put on the new man. You know, have a different spirit like Caleb did. You know, right? He says he's 80 years old. He goes, that's my mountain. Amen. Those giants, they're our bread. Amen. That's how you need to speak. Psalms 92, 13 through 15 says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall what? Flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. Now, I don't know what old age is to you, but God says we can have 120. That's what you can shoot for. Amen. They shall be fresh and flourishing. You receive that here this morning? You walk with that. You got everybody looking for the fountain of youth, right? The fountain of youth. What can we do for the fountain of youth? God's telling you it's right here. You can have it. You can speak it. You can declare it. They shall be fresh and flourishing. That doesn't sound like somebody old, does it? That sounds like somebody planting God's word, who believes God's word, to declare that the Lord is upright. Now, he is my rock, and there's no unrighteousness in him. Praise God, hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet. Thank y'all for praying here today over Judah. Now, when you, when you pray over yourselves, don't throw in the towel if you don't see it happen right away. Because we walk by faith, not by sight. We don't walk by our five physical senses. We walk by faith, not by sight. If you pray and you feel like you don't have a breakthrough, you've got to keep that bridge down. The faith bridge. Because it's done in the spirit, God says, boom, it's done. But faith is what bridges it to the physical realm. And many times what happens is that we don't see it for a season, and then we quit confessing, and then we put a drawbridge up of unbelief. And the promise can't get to us because of what we spoke out of our mouth. People start saying, well, that went away with apostles. You know what people do? They base God's word on their experiences, their circumstances. You need, you need to base your circumstances on God's word. You need, you need to do what God's word has to say about it. Let God be true and every man a liar. Amen? <laughs> it's the bridge. You know, Daniel prayed for Israel 
and he prayed and he fasted and for three weeks he saw nothing and then one day an angel shows up 21 days later an angel shows up and goes Daniel, Daniel oh man of God the very moment that your words were spoken I was sent I was sent but the prince of Persia held me up for 21 days see that's why when you pray and you believe God does it boom it's done it's done in the spirit the, the battles bring it to the physical that's why we pray that we rebuke that enemy for interrupting and stopping because then it gives our angels our angels charge to go forward you got to speak it you got to believe it well if Daniel waited on 20, day number 20 he says you know what it's not working my angel was like See, God, the angel said it was so bad that he had to call Michael the archangel. See, if you keep on believing, God's bringing that promise to you. It's all, don't blame it on God. God says, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing. I'm going to do it. But, but the, the problem is, is in the waiting. Do you know you got to fight just as much receiving as you do asking? Huh? The real fight, the fight of faith, is fighting receiving it many times now God sometimes does a miracle and boom it's done I love those but sometimes you lay hands on the sick and they will recover there's a process there's a process so remember that don't give up don't throw in the towel let God be true and every man be a liar amen